Hey guys. Hey everyone. What's poppin'? What's going on? Uh, episode 12. Yep. We are getting right along with it. I'm your girl CRT. And I'm your girl Sherelle B. And this is Head Wraps and Lipsticks, the podcast. Where we wrap the culture up in color. Today's gonna be a heavy episode. It is. It's, we just, as you can imagine. <clears throat> right. Like, you know, if you've been paying attention, which I'm sure you have. Because it's almost impossible to. It's been a dark week. It's going to be a dark week. With that being said, we're going to try to make sure that these things that we can't wrap our heads around yeah. are, are pretty light. Yeah, let's make it light. Let's, let's make, make it light. light. Let's make it light. So, sis, uh, you go first. All right. So, I can't wrap my head around the fact that uh, Winston Duke is here to stay. Mm-hmm. He's here. Yeah. There was a picture of him floating around Twitter randomly mm-hmm. of him. Yes, I don't know where he was. But he had no shirt on. Was he in the gym? It looked like he was in the gym. He looks like, I don't even, I don't, you know. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, wow, all that was under, you know, that exterior. Yeah. Like, he, wow. He looked great. He looks incredible. He looks amazing. <laughs> it was like one of them situations, like, <clears throat> I can't stop. Wow. Like, he is. Yeah. He, he is here to, like, yeah. oh my gosh. Yeah, he's. I, Father God, forgive my lustful ways because I was lusting <laughs> over that man. And I was standing at that picture for like five minutes like. I mean, because I didn't, I didn't think, you know what? Because like it did wow. like kind of like show like his shoulder and muscle definition. I don't know why I didn't think that was there. Right. No, but wait, that wasn't there when he when he did um, Black Panther though. It probably did was because he had on that fur that, you know, he had on, he had on a lot of armor. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying? Even like in that one scene in Black Panther where he was like leaning like that was, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. like. Wow. Yeah. He is here to stay. Yeah. And I welcome him with open arms. <laughs> he is fine. Beautiful. That, that body nice. That body is nice. What can't you wrap your head around, sis? Oh, you're going to be mad at me. No. <clears throat> I can't wrap my head around how unsatisfying the Us movie was. Oh. <laughs> so me and my sis... Simone and her bae, we all went to the movies. Was that Saturday? Yeah, it was Saturday. And we all went to go see Us movie. Um, y'all. Yeah. Um, I can't re- I just, I was really, I don't know if I was expecting like one thing and then like just something else happened or what, but it just. I get it. Okay. It just. I, I get it. It left me wanting more. I'm going to go see it again. Okay. Because, like, as, you know, the days have gone by, a lot of things made sense. Mm -hmm. And I actually, like, listened to what Jordan Peele had to say. Like, he kind of explained certain scenes in the movie. And I was like, basically, he was saying that, like, the posters and the trailers said a lot. And he was like, y'all just weren't paying attention. So Mm -hmm. in one of the um, the posters of of Lapita Mm Nyong'o, it's Red's face. And there's a tear coming down, mm-hmm. but the mask is moved, which makes sense because basically, like Lapita. Well, don't say anything because we I, before because we we saw it, so we're gonna yeah. we're gonna spoil the hell out of this movie. So yeah. I just wanted to just throw it out there to let y'all know <laughs> that, I, that I was completely unsatisfied with the movie. Yeah, kind of. I kind of get it. Yeah, I've got some. I got some takes. I got some hot takes. I probably would need to see it again. Yeah. Do I want to pay another twelve dollars to see it again? Maybe on a five dollar Tuesday type situation. Yes, it would have to be a five dollar Tuesday. You know, or you know when you go to the sketchy side of town, it's the dollar movie. Oh, that's true. 
I hate those theaters. I do too. They are so sketch. Yeah, the quality, even the, the like the quality of the screen yeah. is off. It's bad. Trash. It really just seems like a murder's waiting to happen. Trash. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> it does. Trash. Yep. <clears throat> All right, y'all. <sighs> we are not going to prolong this any longer. Yeah. Let's get it out of the way. Yeah. And we want to talk about what everyone's talking about, which is the tragic and really shocking murder of Nipsey Hussle, um, L.A. rapper, um, who was really influential in his community at this point. Very, very, like, involved... um, in LA, I don't, I don't want to say politics, but maybe like neighborhood politics. I mean, yeah. his, his nickname was Neighborhood Nip. Um, he was gunned down at his store on Sunday. Yeah. So he had his, that's, that was the neighborhood he grew up in, right? I believe so, yeah. So he had his store on Crenshaw? Is it, I, is I think it, it's Crenshaw. Is he, had, he had his own store in Crenshaw. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> And I I don't know what exactly happened or you know how the whole altercation went down, but I'm assuming that he had words with this guy, and um, the guy shot him six times, um, and I don't know if he died on the scene. I don't think he died on the scene. I think he died on his way to the hospital. I yeah. believe. I just I mean, yeah. I was so like I remember. So I kind of dozed off Sunday. And I woke up and I saw my phone that he was shot. Same. And I was like, oh, I was like, oh my God, that's horrible. Mm-hmm. Went to go eat, came back upstairs, and Simone was like, he died. I said, wait, who? Mm-hmm. And she said, Nipsey. I said, are you like, and I was like, I didn't know what to say. I was like, are you kidding me? Yeah. yeah. And then when I found out that like he was in front of his store in broad daylight, <sighs> his kid was there, so many people was around. Mm-hmm. Like, how did this happen? I for me, I was I had woken up from a nap and I had saw it and when it was, when it was posted, I had missed it. So it was I was it said forty five minutes ago, mm-hmm. Nipsey was shot, mm-hmm. and so I stayed on Twitter the whole time because my heart started beating fast and I'm just scrolling through the time. I'm like, is he alive? Is yeah. he alive? Is yeah. he alive? And I think like maybe fifteen or twenty minutes later, <clears throat> that's when it popped up and said that he was dead. And I was like, mm, I don't know if this is true because this right. this person who tweeted it is not a quotable source. Because you know they be killing everybody on yes. social media. And then once like was it CNN posted it? Yeah, well, I was like, shit. I immediately thought about Lauren. Oh my god, yes. Because like I would say maybe it was like maybe Thursday or Wednesday of last week. Mm-hmm. I had watched that clip of them where she was asking him questions like, What's my favorite color? Yeah. And I remember him kind of looking at her like, I'm ready to go. Like yeah. <laughs> he did. He, he did. really was looking at her like, Yeah. Like, you know I love you, so I don't why why are we doing this? Right. You know what I'm saying? She was just like, mm, come on, babe. <laughs> and he was like, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like, oh my I just I can't fathom they really loved each other i i can't fathom what sis is going through right now i really can't that's one of my biggest fears oh my to find the love of my life and then lose him oh my god you gotta throw me in the casket with him because i ain't gonna be able to do it i don't know i just i can't like i don't i think for me what was the most shocking part was that i was way more emotional about it than i thought i would be me too because i'd never up until today which is tuesday up until today, I'd never listened to any of his music. Right. Couldn't quote same a Nipsey 
lyric or a verse or a hotline or a bar at all. Same. And I've been listening to his catalog all day at this point. Oh, you did? You decided to? Oh, yeah. I haven't had Shout out I to Slauson Boy, too. I actually really like that album. I haven't I haven't had the courage to do it yet. I, I, I was like, okay, I think I'm ready. So I've been listening to it today. But like... I think I think the reason like a lot of people who because I saw a lot of people who were like I never even listened to Nipsey before mm-hmm. and I think a lot of people were affected by his death is because you see like you if you even if you never listened to any of his music you saw exactly what he was doing you saw the work that he was putting into his community like and him and Lauren had just had that uh beautiful photo oh my god oh that my GQ god. yes that absolutely I can't, I literally can't imagine what she's I just I can't yeah. yeah. I mean, they had, you guys, if you hadn't seen, they had like this absolutely just beautiful, when I say beautiful, like stunning, amazing GQ spread, but the few, the photos were absolutely beautiful. I mean, it was like, and it, and it was really like a, like everybody was like on the timeline saying, oh my God, look at them, black love goals. Like they were like, you know, Lauren had said at one of the pictures, this is going to be the photo that our grandchildren hang up in our, in their, in our homes. Like they're just beautiful. Really love them two together, and like, like we were just all sitting here, like, what? Yeah. You said you took the words right out of my mouth. It was just, I didn't listen to his music, mm-hmm. but it was like we saw him. Mm-hmm. We knew who he was. Mm-hmm. You know, on a musical skep, you know, on a musical level, on an activist level. The fact that he just left, you know, he got his first Grammy nomination. Mm-hmm. For best rap album, you know what I'm saying? He didn't want no smoke with nobody. Um, it's just like, why? Like, I didn't realize that he, I watched the clip, he was with um, like local news channels out there. Mm-hmm. And he took the reporter to the store, to mm-hmm. the marathon store, then took her like a couple stores over to the barbershop he was building, mm-hmm. then to the next couple spots, to the soul food spot he was building, introduced one of the workers that he hired off the street. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like he, you know, he has a past. He's trying to start over. I gave him a job. Like, yeah. And that's why it's so, and that's why he was so impactful. And that's why a lot of people are hurt because that's something you aspire to, right? You aspire to like, okay, maybe I used to run rampant in this in this neighborhood and terrorize people, but like you could see like the actual change and the growth in him. So right. for him to get gunned down in front of his store like that is horrifying. Like in broad daylight. <clears throat> in broad daylight. And so like the guy who uh the guy who shot him is Eric Holder, <laughs> not to be confused with um <laughs> former US Attorney General. Yeah, not that Eric Holder. <laughs> like. But another Another guy, um, my so I'm hurt, I'm hearing that they actually got him. Yeah, he's in custody right they, now. Apparently, he was trying to check into a mental institution. What? The balls. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. He was trying to check into a mental institution, um, and the police got him. I'm actually surprised the streets didn't get to him first. And that's probably why he was trying to check into a mental institution. You know what? You're right. To you know what I'm saying because they already knew the deal. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. dude. There was cameras around. Yeah. There was mad people around. Yeah. You wasn't getting away with this. And yeah. you literally killed a neighborhood legend, a rap industry legend. Mm-hmm. If the streets didn't get you, the hip-hop streets, somebody's oh. going to get you. Oh, yeah, for sure. Okay, like, please believe the game was going to get you. YG, one of them, mm-hmm. they got people. They oh, was yeah. going to figure it out. Mm-hmm. I just, uh, I just, I don't understand. So apparently, they're, like, the police are saying that this was, like, a personal beef. Yes. And, I mean... Mm. And, mm. Yeah, they're saying it was a personal beef. Yeah. Like, so I do want to say, like, I kind of like, I'm I'm going to give the media props on this one. Yes. 
Say it. They played this extremely safe. Um, you know, because, you know, we, we've, we've lost many people mm-hmm. and we're, you know, we see what the media does. They're quick to talk about, you know, uh, you know, former convicted convict, you know, former mm-hmm. convicted convict, former, <laughs> you know, convicted felon, you know, he had a record, he did this, he did this. Mm-hmm. The headlines were completely different. I love Grammy nominated, Grammy nominated rapper, Nipsey Hussle, known for doing great work in the community, gunned down. Shot like the media really played it safe, and I'm I'm literally tipping my hat to them because yeah. they could have did it their normal way, but because and on the timeline, not I hadn't I have not seen one bad thing about this man. Yeah, not one. That's that's how that's how like impactful like his reach was. Like we we over here on the East Coast are like we're right. shocked. Can yeah, that, so that, I can imagine man, what the West Coast is going through. That man was like he was he was building up space spaces for WeWork and um in LA like he was in tech like you, like you said he was mm-hmm. employing people from the neighborhood into the shops that he was owning like yeah and I like you said like the media I was a little bit I'm not gonna lie to you I was nervous about how like yeah. how he was gonna be portrayed in the media and I'm just like so thankful and glad that they didn't like try to like demean him or yeah. anything like that because. Yeah, that would have not been good. They did it. They did it the right way. And it was really interesting to see, like, how like that clip of that police officer, and even how the mayor was speaking about him, yeah. like, in such high regards. And it was just like, wow, like, I don't know. Yeah, I just like I was telling you before we started recording, like, you know, I was what eight. Mm-hmm. When Tupac and I say seven eight, when Tupac and Biggie died, I remember the morning. I remember the morning that Biggie died. Not so much Tupac, but I remember that morning. Mm-hmm. And I was like, dang, like you know, we just saw him at the Soul Train Awards. I remember, right? You know, and I was I was a little sad, but I was eight. Yeah. So I, you know, was not listening to Ten Crack Commandments. Mm-hmm. I listened to Hypnotize and certain things like that. They came yeah, on the radio, you know, on the radio. Yeah. But I wasn't listening to Ready to Die. Mm-hmm. You know, and as I got older, the name of that album and his death was more, you know, meant a lot more to me. But Nipsey Hussle's death, like, really hit me. I was like, wow. Yeah. Like, this really happened? This is going on right now? Yeah. Like, this is really happening. Like, mm-hmm. again, like, we, I never listened to any of them. I might have heard one or two songs, like, mm-hmm. you know, hanging out with Sean Jay every now and then because he's a big fan. Yeah. But not like that. But I was like, I was in an Uber Monday on my way to work and I literally I don't even know what I was listening to mm-hmm. but it made me cry I was like wow because yeah. I just I was thinking about his children I was thinking about mm-hmm. his family you know his, you know just his fans absolutely like, his his real fans it's like a wow. lot of black males are like really hurt a lot of black like his fans are like oh, they are really hurt like I saw so many like the like the same people we follow talking yeah. about like like chill and Sean J and all them like talking yeah. like they're really hurt by this like yeah sad yeah it's it's really sad and i just like i had to like i just i shed some tears i was just like i can't believe that we're dealing with this um i just can't believe that he that hip-hop is dealing with this like and even i was i'm not even gonna front i was even nervous about the hip-hop world like you know yeah i didn't know who had beef with him and who was about to hit with some okie doke but every single person from from drake to jay-z to you know, even, you know, Young Thug in his very unique way, his mm. very unique post that he posted <laughs> yesterday. Um, really living up to the thug partner. Okay. <laughs> People was like, I don't get what he mean. I'm, I'm like, like, no, it's, it's pretty what, blatant. What don't you understand? He said, I'm glad I wasn't there because I would have killed that dude that killed my man. Right. I was going to air that shit out. Yeah. What was... what was <laughs> Nothing hard to understand there. Dress and all. Like who... Right. I don't know what y'all What's didn't good? get. Um, you know, that was a little unique, but whatever. Interesting. That's what he did. But, you know, listening to the game and him, you know, driving and, and crying, mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. There's nothing sadder than hearing a grown man cry. Ooh, child. I, it's nothing sadder than mm-hmm. hearing a grown man cry. And I'm, 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 I just, I really feel for, I just really feel for us. I feel for black men. Um, like I was telling, I was telling sis yesterday, um, you know, we both was like, this is just hitting us a little different because yeah. there's so many people in Charlotte that are doing things similar to what Nipsey was doing mm-hmm. out in South Central and out in the West Coast. I fear for them. You yeah. know, we've had some of those men on this show. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, things, you know, men like, you know, Alvin C. Jacobs, what he's doing, mm-hmm. you know, bringing different scenarios and black Charlotte to life. And, you know, you know, damn it, Wesley, who yeah. puts together these awesome events, mm-hmm. you know, all the time to bring black people together yeah. with no malice. It's just like, I just want, like, I think Wesley said on the show, he was like, I just want like black people to do dope things mm-hmm. together. Right. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Like people like, you know, peculiar hippie, like mm-hmm. all those people who is out here just doing it like just like mm-hmm. Nipsey. I just like I think that's what made me cry yesterday. I was Same. like, I don't want this to come over to the seven oh four or yeah. the five one six or the two one five. I don't want it nowhere. Yeah. yeah. I just want people to can I don't want this to hinder people from doing the right thing, but yeah, they are out to get us. Mm-hmm. Like the haters, mm-hmm. the haters is ridiculous. Yeah. And people were saying it's significant that he died on 31st, similar to how Selena died. Uh, you know, yeah. it's just like, just people just hating. Yes. They ain't do nothing to nobody. That's it. Just hating for no reason. That's it. I wish, I just wish that, I understand him going back to the community and putting his shopping in the community. I just wish he wasn't that accessible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because he was, I mean, he just, there was, I don't know who posted a video. They were out at his store. Mm-hmm. One of my followers. Um, And he just walked right in, dapping everybody up. Yes. What up? What up? And went, went into the back of his office. Yeah. And nobody was with him. Mm-hmm. He had like a Burger King cup in his hand. <laughs> just yeah, regular. like Very regular. Yeah. I, yeah. I got Jay-Z on speed dial, but like, I'm just... Yeah. I'm just Nipsey Hussle. Right. Like, it's not it's not that deep. And I got that vibe from him. Yeah. <sighs> what a great guy. Just pray for Rest hip-hop. Rest in peace to Nipsey Hussle. Yeah. I'm going to get the courage to listen to his music. It's just... I did listen to Victory Lab, and I watched his video. Mm-hmm. And even his video, Victory Lab, like, he was on the beach, and then he was at his store, mm-hmm. and I was just like, yeah, this is awkward. Mm-hmm. I don't... I can't watch this anymore. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I don't know. Mm. So... Yeah. All right. It's been trash. It's been <sighs> trash. Um, but at least they called his killer. I don't yes. Know. Send that nigga to jail. Yeah. Period. He <laughs> he might not want to go to... He, nah, I ain't going to wish that. He going to get got either way. Okay, she said So it. you can get got in the streets? She just finished. We could get got in jail. She figured out a better way to say what I was going to say. <laughs> That's all. So I'm, I'm grateful for that. <laughs> I was going to say it much worse. Um, all right. And other scary news. Um, now we can't, uh, we can't take Ubers anymore. Mm -hmm. Uh, women cannot take Ubers. Keep it. A university of South Carolina student was murdered Mm -hmm. because she got into the wrong car. Oh my God. Um, after a night of drinking and... Mm-hmm. I just, you know, it's funny. So like my mom was watching, she always, like, she has a thing for David Muir from ABC. So like ABC nightly news is like her thing. He's fine. He is fine. Oof, I get it. Yeah. Um, and my mom, my mom was like, that's it. You and your sister can't go nowhere no more. Like y'all got to stay in the house. And I was like, okay. Right. 
And she told me what happened. And I was like, and I didn't really, you know, get into it. And mm-hmm. then I watch, you know, I've read the Washington Post story about this woman, Samantha Josephson's. Samantha Josephson, I'm going to say her name, mm-hmm. who was leaving a bar and was on the phone and this black Impala pulls up and she gets inside thinking that it's her Uber only to find out that the car kept driving and driving and she could not get out because the child's safety locks were on in the back seat. And I just, I immediately thought about the horror mm-hmm. that this 21-year-old woman felt mm-hmm. when she realized... I messed up. Right. You know what I'm saying? There was nothing she could do about it. And my whole thing with this... Okay. So you've ordered an Uber. So mm-hmm. you see the license plate. You see the person that's driving it. You knew the make and the model of the car. Right. And what Uber is supposed to do is supposed to roll down the window and be like, Sierra, mm-hmm. Sherelle, cool. Right. I don't know how she... Why she didn't do that. Like what I want to know what happened. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. And like, why her? Like, I just feel like there's more to the story than mm-hmm. we know. Right. Because I'm like, and it was like, dude wanted to get caught. They found him like the next day. He had bleach. There was blood in his back seat. Uh, her phone was in there. He didn't even try to like. She still had on the like. Oh my god. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It was just apparently. They found him in the same area. It's almost like he was about to do it again. Oh, he was probably trying to do it again then. And I'm yeah. just like, I just, I can't. It's like now, you know, now we got to check this. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't front. I got, I called an Uber from work yesterday to go pick up my car. Mm-hmm. And I got in the car and I opened the door again and I closed it. Yeah. I came front. And, uh, and when we got to the light, I did it again. Yeah. And yeah. he was like, oh, you okay, ma'am? And I was like, yeah, I'm good. Mm-hmm. Now. Yeah. And I, just, I felt that I hated that I had to do that. Yeah. And that's the thing, like, when, when women are saying things like, you know, men don't understand. Like, they're kind of like pre like the, the measures that women have to go through in order to make sure that they're safe. Nope. You know, checking a, the child lock on a the door. They don't get it. Engaging in a conversation with a man you don't want to because you don't want to get killed. Or giving him your phone number, even though you don't want to, you're not you're completely not interested. Yeah. But you don't know this man, and he might be crazy. He might flip. Mm. You know, like. Yeah, I don't get it. Y'all don't get it. These I don't know. These these types of things are just so disturbing to me. I've never really f- felt comfortable with Uber. Mm. Period. Mm-hmm. You know, I never felt comfortable with cabs, to be quite honest with you. So, I just. I'm trying to figure out where her friends were. Well, she was by. Did she go to the bar with her friends? I believe so. I believe she went. She was at the bar with friends. I don't think she was by herself. And um, I'm just. I don't know. That's so scary. I I just I can't. I just I I kept I kept thinking about Samantha, and that moment where she tried to get out mm-hmm. or realized that she was going in a completely different direction. Yeah. Yeah. And was like, right. You know what I'm saying. Ugh. I don't know. That's she so basically she, yeah. She ordered to drive. She had ordered her Uber to drive her home after a night out with friends. Oh my god! I mean, I, I just don't understand. That's so scary. <laughs> like, I don't. I just don't get it. Like, why her? Like, what was it about her that you said this is the one? Why? I just. I don't understand. I. Just I wonder like, if that guy's done it before. Right. There's some there's something is yeah. off about this story. 
I don't know why I feel like in the next week that we're going to find out that, <clears throat> I don't know, mm-hmm. that, sh- you know, they were talking or something. Like that, you know, that, that University of Utah student who was murdered by her ex-boyfriend. You know what I'm saying? Like, that story got to me. Like, right. You know what I'm saying? Now, now we can't even be safe with exes. She called the cops numerous times and they didn't do anything and he murdered her. Same. Was on the phone with her mom as he was attacking her. That's terrible. You know? So. <sighs> Jesus. It's just a lot of just like bad news. Yeah. Um, we said it was going to be a heavy episode, so. We learned that another young man was killed for knocking on the wrong door. That's right. And before you think it's a cop or, <laughs> you know, something like that. I believe that his murderer was another black dude. So, okay. What? So, let me pull up the story. Because um, it was just... Uh, I don't understand. I really don't. I don't know what's going on with America. <laughs> Seriously. What? Yeah, so apparently this young man who was 19 years old, mm-hmm. he was going to his girlfriend's house. And... For some reason, he knocked on the wrong door. Maybe this was the first time he went to her house because uh-huh. I was like, why are you, right. you know what I'm saying? But apartments kind of look the same. But yeah. if she lives in apartment B and that says C, mm-hmm. why are you knocking on C? But I don't know. So, yeah, he knocked on the wrong door, uh, mistaking it for his girlfriend's apartment. So I'm going to tell you exactly what happened. So shortly after midnight last Friday, police say the victim was knocking on the door that he believed was his girlfriend's apartment. As the victim was walking away from the door, Bond, uh, the murderer, and I, I feel bad for saying this, um, the fact that I think he's black because his name is Daryl Bynes. Okay. D-A-R-R-Y-L. You don't meet a lot of white guys like that. You don't. Um, was the resident of the apartment, came to his balcony, and the two began to exchange words. At some point, Bynes got a handgun and shot the victim. He died at the scene after being shot in the neck. Like, (sighs) what was that about? He knocked on your door and he moved on. Okay, so... Is he black? I don't... So, sis just pulled up a picture. I don't know. I... Yeah, I don't know. Wow, we don't know if he's black or not. He he looks like he got something in him. Yeah, but yeah, it was was that necessary? No, no, it wasn't. He knocked on your door and he was walking away. This happened in Atlanta. It did. Yeah, terrible. I don't know. It's just I don't know what's going on with between that. Um, uh, Um, I don't know. Well, um, to move on some, just well, it's still scary news, but not as a horrifying. Yeah, well, no shit could be. Betsy DeVos thinks that black children that is frightening. <laughs> Betsy DeVos thinks that black children are um, a disruption to class to classrooms. Has she even been in a classroom with black kids? I'm so tired of her. I'm fucking tired of her. <laughs> she don't even answer questions. I want her out of the office. I want her out. What is she talking? Like, what does she do? I don't know. I'll tell you what she don't do. Her job. Like, that's my whole thing. It's like, what what do you do besides... It's like getting a job and you constantly in your manager's office getting reprimanded. Like, because all she do is be sitting before a committee every, it's like getting every, questions. Every week. You know why she's sitting in front of a committee being questioned? Because she's unqualified. Trash. Trash. Um, so... This 
<laughs> I'm tired of her ass. Get her ass out of here. So basically, so she was before a committee because she had some, she did some research about, I don't even know. Yeah, about like how she basically like used some research to like justify some type of policy about um, like regarding like discipline mm-hmm. in schools. Okay. And she came up with the fact that black children, um, you know, were a little more disruptive in. Um, black children are just plain old more disruptive in the classroom. Yeah. That's what she said. And uh, her, her, she met her match. Because Representative Catherine Clark mm-hmm. from Massachusetts was like, girl, take this research out of it because I don't got nothing to do with nothing to do. Like, what are you talking about? It's going to be okay, sis. Is it? It is. Because we're going to get him, as in Trump, and his crew <clears throat> out of there. Hopefully. My fear, my fear is that they do so much damage, which they're already doing. They're already doing some irreputable, irrefutable damage to the country right now. It's going to take us forever to get back to a decent place in America. Yeah, we, we were just, we were good. We were okay. We were leveling, you know? Yeah. Were we, we perfect? No. Yeah, we were getting back in the black. No. But I, this, like this, like saying things like that, like... Ah, like, I want to take my hand and like mush her in the face. I don't like her. I don't like her. She doesn't know what she's doing. For you to just be like, to, for you to just actually say that, like. Right. Do you know black children? Do you know any black children by name? That, that's what I was thinking <laughs> about. Like, do you, like, did your kids go to school with any black kids? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, and even if they did, it was probably a private school. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, you know, not saying that, you know, black kids that attend private school are more well behaved. Right. Um, But. You don't like have you have you taken a minute to go to schools like in Baltimore, in New York, in Philadelphia, Charlotte, Mecklenburg, mm-hmm. and to and, and to furthermore, children in general are just way more dis- disruptive in the classroom if they don't have the prop if the if the classrooms are too large, right. if they don't have the proper tools, right. they don't have the uh, most up to date books, if it's too cold in the room, if it's too hot in the room, the teacher don't know what she's talking about. If, he if, don't talk about if they're hungry and they're not getting fed. There's a lot of shit that can go wrong in a classroom when the system is oppressing them and their education. There you go. Fuck Bessie DeVos. Yeah. Period. She's trash. I can't stand her. I hate her. I really wish she would come to Charlotte. For what? Because I really would like to attend whatever event she's going to be at and just be like... So she can bullshit you in person? Because she she never even answers a question. I don't get it. Like, is she dumb? Are you dumb? Like, are you dumb? She is dumb. You never answer a question. You just really just be like, she stutters. She stutters all the time. Uh-oh, well. And she has this dumbass look on her face. She'd be like, I um, I would just like to reiterate. Yeah, yeah. Yes or no? Are you a dumbass? Yes or just answer the question. And be, I'll take that as a yes. Like, just, she's an absolute oh, dumbass. She's trash. Send that nigga to jail. She's trash. Send her to jail. She's trash. Get her out of here. Um, Ugh. You know who else is trash? Who? The producers of this Leaving Neverland um, <laughs> documentary. Girl, what is the tea? What's the tea? Okay. So, I'm sorry. I can't. So for those of you guys that did not know, um, HBO put out this documentary um, on Michael Jackson called Leaving Neverland, basically surrounding um, his child, um, 
His, M- molestation yeah there we go child molestation uh claims from like who knows 20 years ago mm-hmm. okay michael jackson has been going for 10 years now okay so you know the controversy it was a like a big deal it was mm-hmm. like a four-part documentary oprah winfrey uh, yeah uh, i need her to sometimes i just need her to think for she gets involved and stuff oh she put her foot all up in that yeah. one too i don't yep. know if that was smart but anyway um she had like you know she spoke with you know, people at the end. So now that it's over with, nobody's talking about it. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, the producer doubles down and says, well, there's no way that Michael Jackson could have did this to the guys that we interviewed. Yeah. And remember, Michael Jackson's been dead for 10 years. So it's not like he's around to defend himself. You okay. know what I'm saying? Um, so then why did you do this? So there were some discrepancies because one of the guys, Jason, um, James Safechuck, um, Okay, here it goes. So in the doc, accuser James Safechuck claims he was abused from 1988 until 1992 and was molested in a room within the Neverland station. But the filmmaker, Reed, was forced into an embarrassing U-turn after a biographer, Mike Smallcomb, revealed that the train station at the singer's house wasn't even built until 1994. So there are some definitely some conflicting facts there. Like, how were you molested from 1988 to 1992 at this train station if it wasn't built until 94? Um, <laughs> so and then 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 the uh, so then Smallcomb tweeted out the Santa Barbara County construction permits permit showing approval for the building of the structure happened in September of 1993. So unless he was also getting, I don't know, like. So, like, did y'all even do any research on this documentary? Like, know. who did y'all talk to? Like, I don't get. Mm-hmm. Like, who did who did y'all talk to? And Safe Chuck has went like um Safe Chuck Safe Chuck like in the documentary and as well as car as and as well as court documents and interviews said that the alleged sexual abuse stopped in 19, 1992 when he was age fourteen. So he knows for a fact that it stopped in ninety two. So. So I don't know how he's getting the train station confused. If it stopped in ninety nine, if it stopped in ninety two, then you probably weren't even around when the train station was there. Right. I don't. What? I don't know. I don't get. Yeah. Mm, I don't know. I mean, listen. And this is no disrespect to any filmmakers mm-hmm. or documentary makers. Okay, because we love y'all. Uh, well, I'm gonna say I love y'all. You know what I'm saying? Like, because these are my thoughts. I just think that y'all need to be really, really careful of the stuff that you guys put out in the universe. Um, if you just don't have the proper interviewees and the proper research, like I, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're putting this out for the world to see in a digital age mm-hmm. where you are going to be attacked if anything is wrong. Mm-hmm. So that's not cool. Yeah. Like even when I remember when the document when it first aired, people were like, "Well, like some they didn't interview somebody. They didn't interview any of the Jackson family." Yeah. So how was that? You know what I'm saying? Like because and the director said at the time because he wanted it to be about the boy, the guys' story, and not include other opinions about from the Jackson family. Which, granted, I've never studied documentary film. I've always wanted to. It's something I'm interested in. Mm-hmm. But I know for a fact, just in general, like as a life code, right? You gotta get everybody's opinion. You gotta get everybody's facts, everybody's story to have a cohesive story, right? And, <laughs> I mean, I just, uh, I was watching um, 
HBO has really actually been putting out some really some really dope content. Mm-hmm. So they did something on um, Elizabeth Holmes mm-hmm. and Theranos. Okay, like let me tell you something, y'all white people got to cut this shit. I can't believe y'all gave her all I got that angry. money. I can't, believe- including including Betsy DeVos. But yeah, clown. She, she, she was one of the. She was one of the. Uh, one the of the investors. Uh, yeah. Look at Clown Town. Okay. Come on, Clown Town. I just, uh, that 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 documentary just got me so tight because I was just like, you know, you have so many black people out here that have amazing ideas. We can't get the capital. We can't get the funding. This chick had one class of chemistry and made her voice like this and wore a black turtleneck. And had her wardrobe like based off of Steve Jobs. Didn't comb her hair. Not, were and got a deal with Walgreens. Fucking Walgreens. Bessie DeVos. Rupert Murdoch. <laughs> the Walton family. Oh my God. AKA Walmart. These were her investors. Clown Town. Meanwhile. Clown Town. Don't get me started. But regardless of the situation, mm-hmm. they had employees from Theranos in the documentary. They had um, former teachers of Elizabeth Holmes. They had pharmacists from Walgreens in the documentary. They had the facts. They had the people who worked for her. Even the person that took her down. <laughs> like the one employee that was like, yeah, no. They had him. They got him. Clown town. So you, there's other people. We understand that there's one, you know, that you were trying to get his point of the story, but there. Just because it's one person pointed the story, there's still other people that mm-hmm. kind of go into it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's like if somebody did a um, a documentary on headrests and lipsticks. Yes, you'll get Sherelle and Sierra in there, mm-hmm. but you'll probably also get one of our guests, mm-hmm. maybe our moms. Mm-hmm. Like there's people that would go into how this whole thing came about. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like yes. maybe a former teacher, mm-hmm. you know, anybody. Anybody. You, you. It was just really just piss poor work on the director. Um yeah. Yeah. Really just piss poor work, research, or whatever you want to call that you did on, Oprah. on him. Oprah girl. She been real quiet on it. Well, she's too busy announcing something that she's doing with Apple. I don't oh, know. Yeah. What was that? I haven't. What was Apple's whole thing? I don't know. what They just brought a whole bunch of actors out, and they were mm-hmm. like, things are happening on this thing. And, Woo. Yeah, what's the, <laughs> this new credit card? Oh, I won't be doing that. I won't be doing it. Yeah, what no. do we need that for? I, we don't. We don't. Like I don't know. Mm-mm. You know, I was like, not to be a hater, no. but I was just like, what do we? What do we need that for? We don't. Is there? You know what I'm no. saying? Is that like, like? No. I don't know. No, ma'am. I don't know what that is. No, ma'am. Tim Cook, can we get headphones that charge while we listen? Oosh. Like those are things that we need. Better chargers, maybe longer battery life. Those are things we need. We don't need magazines. No. We can just go online and yeah. get them. Yeah, that uh, that whatever that was, that was weak. That yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, it was. I don't know. Um, what we got? What yeah. We got? So another thing that's weak is the fact that Wow Air <laughs> <laughs> went out of business while in the air. Yo, folks was on the tarmac and they had the, <laughs> the <laughs> people were boarded on a plane, get ready to fly off, and they found out. Oh, this is how the world of business now. So we gotta take y'all back to the to the airport. Y'all gotta figure out a way to get to wherever you was going. Imagine flying Hell to no. you know no. to France. No. Oh, it's a great vacation. It's over with now. You know, mm-hmm. been here for a week. You can't get back home to wherever you're going because uh, wow, I was out of business. 
They took your money. Yo. Yo. <laughs> they scr- they were scrambling to find, like, how-, how did those people get back home? Can you imagine calling your boss from, like, you know, oh France? Like, hey, I know I'm supposed to be back into work on Monday, but I'm stuck in Paris. Oh, my God. Because the plane went out of business. No. No, ma'am. The real boss has been like, girl. See? See what happens when you fly these budget airlines? Yeah. Nope. I flew I flew Spirit one time and I was like, oh, I'm not doing this no more. Cardboard seats. What do you mean? They were hard. Oh, just like uncomfortable. Uh, yes. I've been I've been wanting to try because I wrote a story on Spirit and like how like they were like number one in customer service. Like they're actually like getting up there. Mm-hmm. But I just I just feel like there's American, Delta, United, JetBlue, yeah. and Southwest. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They I don't care how good the customer service are service is if the seats are stabbing me in my sides and my back like it's just not it's not a comfortable situation i don't know what's going on i won't be doing it i don't know what's going on yeah so um (laughs) (laughs) so something we were laughing at um was so the naacp awards came on they aired last saturday Mm. um since did you watch i didn't i feel bad about it I do too. I taped it. I'm gonna watch it eventually. Beyonce then, was there. She gave a speech. She looked amazing. She looked amazing. Her, her thank you was kind of weak to me. I was like, she could have said more. Wait, they thanked her. I thought Jay Z was the one getting the President's Award. He got the award. No, I saw Beyonce. Oh, you know what I'm thinking of? The Glad. I'm thinking of the Glad. The Glad Awards. Yeah. Yeah. I've got some things for Glad. Oh, okay. Well, hold on. Okay. <laughs> So, so at the NAACP Awards, you know, which I hope y'all know what that is, um, there was a lot of, of course, on Twitter, there was a lot of controversy because Omari Hardwick, a.k.a. Ghost. Oh, shoot. That's right. I forgot about that. Yes. Gave, uh, gave Beyonce two kisses on the cheek. Yes. And people was really having a, a fit about this. Mm-hmm. And I'm confused as to why. It looked uncomfortable. Did you you saw it? Like, I did. It looked, you don't think it looked uncomfortable? I was uncomfortable looking at it. You wouldn't kiss Beyonce twice? Here you go. I saw your tweet. I'm done with you. I mean, I was just really like, I'm done with you. The, if I see her, like we, and I'm, again, no, I'm dapper her. Just, we doing a dance. Like we gonna have our own handshake by the end of the night. Like I don't get it. I just felt like it was really un- un- inappropriate for him to kiss her. Maybe he was nervous. You know what I'm saying? Like that might be his like childhood crush. Yeah, I guess so. Still inappropriate though. But it, one kiss, fine. Twice. But he might have been nervous. What the fuck are you doing? Like, he you know, nigga, I'm nervous. calling HR. Get out of here. He might have been nervous. <laughs> oh, we didn't even talk about Joe Biden and his new accusations. You talking about uncomfortable? And yeah, I forgot about that. But um, um, yeah. So, but like, I was just like, I mean, you know, people mess up. Players mess up too sometimes. He might have just been nervous. No, but again, eh, it's inter- Beyonce. Inappropriate. But that would have been me and Rihanna. Okay. Ma'am, you cannot kiss Rihanna. Why not? I feel like she like it. No, well, I don't know what her preference is. I feel like... No, ma'am. You know, I can give her a nice long... Like, I would wear, like, my fancy red and show her that it stays on. Like, look, girl, I'm kissing <laughs> you on the cheek. She'd be like, ew. <laughs> yeah, she might. That she, was me doing a Caribbean accent. What What did you do? Say, uh, ew. <laughs> I don't... You just gotta like, like, ew, like, you know, ew, ew. Don't worry about it. It's, I don't know. it's, it's there. I did it. I did a great job. <laughs> Girl. But, anyways. <laughs> you know what? 
That means we're even from my British accent. Fair enough. Okay, we're you know, even. You're right. We are even. We are now one and one. We go. We gonna go to London. I'm gonna learn how to speak British. We gonna go to Barbados and learn how to speak Caribbean. Like yes. that's what we gonna do. <laughs> so yeah, Omari Harwick and Beyonce. You know, just can y'all like y'all don't have to be so mean to Omari Harwick. Like nah, you know what I'm saying? Nah, nah. You know, y'all gotta be so mean to him. I feel like he's kind of deserved inappropriate. It was inappropriate, dog. He was nervous. You don't know that. I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt because I feel like Omar Hart was a nice guy and I don't think he intentionally <clears throat> did. I think it was just like, you know, oh my God, this is Beyonce. She's in this white. She looks like, you know. <laughs> she like milk. <laughs> she like, yeah, she did look like, yeah. <laughs> but she looked at me, you know what I'm saying? It's like, oh my God, she's actually like speaking to me. So mm-hmm. let me just, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, you know, all right, fine. Yeah. Just a quick thing I wanted to say about Glad. Oh yeah, say it. I, while I am not a part of the LGBTQIA community, I would like for GLAD to start honoring more people who actually are on the ground doing the work in the LGBTQIA community because hmm. I feel like they deserve the awards the most. Hmm. I, there's nothing wrong with honoring celebs or whatever like that, but and I, I you know, I've talked to like a few people, like a few black people who are in the community. And they say it's more so for like the whites of the LGBTQIA mm. community. But even still, like it's a, to me, like every time I'm like, oh, who's getting nominated for GLAAD? Some straight person. <laughs> mm. And I would just like to see more people, like people who are on the ground doing the work. Like those are the people who really deserve the awards. Okay. You know? You think they just gave it to them because Jay-Z's mother is a part of the LGBTQ community and we learned that Beyonce's uncle, you know what I'm saying, was yeah. part of the community? I mean... I don't know why they gave and it. And like I, all the gays I, love Beyonce. I really don't know why. Mm. I get that. You know, that's just, you know. Yeah, I think I agree I, with you I, on I, that. I, there, are, there are definitely LGBTQIA people doing the real work, mm. rolling up their sleeves for that commu- for that community. Facts. That deserve those awards and that, that deserve the, you know, that recognition. Um, Facts. Yeah, I agree with you. I had um, the, the, how do you say, is it the Grio? Yes, that yeah. They have a series on YouTube called Black Love, mm-hmm. and it really caters to all types of love. Mm-hmm. And the series is like really, really good. And it like the the first four episodes do cater to the LGBTQ community. Mm-hmm. There were two, I think there was two, two or three gay couples. Um, you know, and they just they told how they met. Just it was just really, really dope. Another was a lesbian couple. Mm-hmm. How they met, and another. Was when she was really interesting, something I'd never seen was a transgender non binary couple. Mm-hmm. And it was just really, really interesting. So I just commute, like, so when you talk about people doing the work, it's like when you're doing stuff like that, you know, on YouTube and yeah. you talk about black love, immediately you're not thinking Begin- that. Yeah. All their episodes had to do with that. And right. these just these couples just out here living their life. Like, mm-hmm. so I think I agree with you. Yeah. What I can't agree is how y'all were attacking Chris Rock about his Jesse Smollett jokes on the NAACP Image Awards. Like, okay, I didn't hear the jokes. Where were they? <laughs> like, what? What are y'all mad about? Like, that's I'm just confused. Like, okay, so this is what he had to say. He got up there and uh, he had something to say. Let's make sure we got this right this time. Okay, I think we do. They said no, Jesse Smollett jokes. <laughs> Yeah, I know, I know. What a waste of light skin, you know? You know what I could do with that light skin? That curly hair, my career would be out of here. You fucking running Hollywood. Um, 
Yes, no, 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 just. <laughs> what the hell was he thinking? <laughs> from now on, I ain't never gonna know just. You're Jesse from now on. You don't even get the you no more. <laughs> that you was respect. You ain't getting no respect from me. Okay. They probably was mad at him because them jokes were corny. I mean, but my thing was like, <laughs> my thing was, I mean, he's, because like I saw like people was like, y'all let a black man who encouraged his white friends to say the N-word do this ish on TV, love yourselves more. I mean, he did let his white friends say nigger around him. I don't know, like, what does that have to do with Jesse's Comfortably. It has like, nothing. That's, that's all I was like, what? It has nothing to do with it. <laughs> <laughs> that was my whole thing, like, because I was like... Sometimes I'll be ready to jump on board with everybody. I'm like, okay, who are we attacking today? All right, let me see. And then I saw that I'm, and, I, and I watched the clip before I judged. And I was like, what does the clip of him with the white comedians got to do with him God. at the NAACP Awards and the Jesse Smollett jokes as a comedian? He, he, he is a comedian. Mm-hmm. Like, if, you know, yeah. I don't know if y'all remember Chris Rock. He's a comedian. So he did what he does in nature so i don't get why y'all like what does him it literally has nothing to do with him i think people are just like yeah people were waiting for a reason to bring that up yeah when, when he was sitting with what's his name i don't know louis ck oh yeah jerry seinfeld and someone right. and some other person and jerry seinfeld was the only person like i'm actually not okay that with y'all true. saying the n-word right now yeah <laughs> see I just, I mean, I was just, I mean, <laughs> shut up. Like, y'all not really mad. Like, be quiet. Like, I mean, I see what they're saying, though. What? I, I mean, I get it. They listen. You got to listen. Any chance you get to bring up something, like, you're like, like I don't think it is. They're like, they're like, what about this pressing matter? You let your white friend say nigga in front of you. Like, what I are you see, doing? I can see if y'all brought that up, if the audience wasn't cracking up. Mm. Everybody in that audience was like, I mean, you right. Oh my God. We all was thinking it. We still don't know what really happened that night with Jesse Smollett. So he just brought up what y'all niggas was thinking. (laughs) He did. That's all he did. And y'all talk about, yeah, but you let them say nigga. Like, can't let them forget. I mean, I get that, but can't can't let them forget. I just, y'all, bring that, that just. That wasn't the right moment to bring that up. I mean, it is kind of. It's not. Okay. Because it was like, it don't got nothing to do. Like, if he... <clears throat> I don't know. I mean, kind of. If black people can't make fun of Justice Mollett, like, who can? Because we, again, we mm-hmm. still don't know what happened. Like, we all want to know what happened. <laughs> I, maybe just me. I just, I want to know. What happened? I mean, I do want to know. Like, what happened to the gasoline and all the stuff that was poured on you? Like, uh, what happened to all that, that? Listen, I'm sure Justy didn't let his white friend say nigga in front of him. Mm, but what? That, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of somebody calling somebody nigger, um, so <clears throat> former Knicks basketball player Kristaps Porzingis. Very random. This is a random story. It is a random story. And it's, you know, I guess I'm just, you know, I'm still a little sensitive that he left the Knicks. But, um, you know. It's okay. Yeah, because I don't know what my Knicks are doing. But anyway. um, Yeah, so apparently he, uh, 
He's accused of referring to a woman that he had relations with as my bee and my slave and adding that he owned her during an alleged February 7, 2018 sex assault in Porzingis, Manhattan penthouse. Um, so apparently NYPD is investigating the rape allegation against the hoop stars, um, but they haven't confirmed that he used the language. So this is this is where side eye kind of comes into play. Hours after suffering a gruesome knee injury for all my b-ball fans, y'all remember that? It was like, damn. And whole time he hasn't played since. He still has not played. Um, gruesome knee injury during a game. Porzingis, then 23, allegedly punched and raped the 29-year-old woman inside the Midtown skyscraper where they both lived. Mm-hmm. Um, he denies the allegations and said through his lawyer that the accuser is just trying to extort him. Um, is that on brand? For him to be Porzingis is very <laughs> soft spoken. Um, from my watching of him over the last years, he don't really want no problems with nobody. Mm-hmm. But you can't put anything past anybody because they always say the quiet ones are the ones you need to watch out for. True. But again, for people who watched that game and saw how bad his knee injury was, it was horrendous. It was bad because again, he still ain't been playing. Yeah, he got traded and he's. You're not playing. Mm-hmm. I don't know how he left Madison Square Garden and ended up in his apartment and enough to have sex. Got you. After his, I mean, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know how many of y'all have had sex. Most times you need your knees for some reason. Yeah. You know. These are kind of a necessity. You know, every now and then <laughs> yeah, your knee you know. does play a good part in mm-hmm. the activity. Mm-hmm. So... I don't know how he left Madison Square Garden, went to the you know the hospital, got surgery and all the stuff, and got back to his apartment and ended up in having, the same night. Yeah, it it says after the gruesome injury, they he went back to his apartment and had sex with this woman. Usually, when you have like a surgery, like they keep you or like you can't do nah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's hella. This is hella suspect. What an interesting story. Yeah. I don't, yeah. No. No. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It just. We're not we're not saying you a liar, sis, but right. we not no. we're not on your side. That's a, that that this that makes no sense. It don't add up. That don't make no sense yeah. at all. Yeah. Maybe revisit it. Maybe say it was a different <clears throat> time. I don't cause yeah. What is this? Extortion? Yeah, it is. Cause it it don't it just don't make sense. That doesn't make any sense at all. At all. No. So Yeah. It's gonna be a no for me, dog. Yeah. Yeah, it's gonna be a no for me. Yeah. Um get get that together, Porzingis. Yeah. Handle right. that. I guess the last thing we got is us, us and Lapita's yes. criticism. So, if you have not seen Us movie, we're about to spoil it. Spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. Sorry. If you haven't seen it, I mean, I, I would say. What are you doing with yourself? Well, I was going to say, listen anyway, because you're not going to be missing that much. Damn. <laughs> Tough crowd. Yeah, Tough crowd. Okay. <clears throat> us movie. Yes. Us. Initial thoughts? Is it satisfying? Do you like it? I enjoyed it. Okay. Fair enough. Was I thrilled? No. On a scale of one to ten, Mm -hmm. I will give it a strong 6.5. Okay. Like a high six. Okay. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to give it that. Um, that's it. Um, well, as I said in the beginning, very unsatisfied 
If I had to give it on a scale of one to ten, I would give it a four. Yeah. I'd give it a four. Wow. Yeah. My main reason is because so long to get to the action or whatever. I just so? Oh my God, I was in there dying. Yes. Hmm. The reason it's not lower is because the little the little jump scares, whatever, actually quite fun. It was fun to watch. <laughs> yes. yes. Once it became fun. We were the black people in the movie theater. Absolutely. We were. Yeah. <laughs> except for except for babe. He was like <laughs> Get it together. But the rest of us, we were all, <laughs> all in the back just cutting up. He, he was I'm like, screaming at the screen. Let me tell y'all. No, don't do that. <laughs> she really was. She was like, oh my God. Like, why are you going in there? Like, <laughs> I am the stereotype, okay? Listen, we have a good time. <laughs> we had a great time. <laughs> we have a good time. <laughs> we have a good time. Um, so the story... The story makes sense, but to me, there's a lot of plot holes or things that are missing in the story that I felt like were necessary. Yeah. Particularly at the end, because when um, Red, who is Lapita's opposite, when yeah. she's explaining about you know how all of this is coming about, like what I would have liked to know was why did the government start their project? Okay. How are they funding it? Why did they stop funding it? What specifics. Happened? Yeah. How are, you know, how was that community, you know, the tethered staying afloat? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, lots of questions there that I felt like needed to be answered because. Well, they were they were staying afloat with the bunnies. I'm that's talk- where the bunnies were there. Okay. That's like, that's how they fed themselves. But also like, I mean. <laughs> I'm thinking. About I'm, I'm thinking about like funding. I guess like you know the lights are one in this place. <laughs> okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Like. Yeah. But I mean, doesn't like electricity underground somehow? It's like a thing underground. It's like it just works. I don't know. Think about like the trains. Like you know how many times have you been underground in a train and the lights are still on? That's true. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't know. And in the beginning of the movie, they did say there's a lot of abandoned stuff. Oh my god. Sorry. I, I was so. I was like, so is that real though? Yeah. No. Seriously, it makes you think. It's like yeah. Um, what what left like a sour like not a sour taste but like a oh I wish there was you know more of this or like what 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 about it didn't why I, why aren't you like at a seven or an eight instead of like a six you know be um <clears throat> and I think it's because I was like I was kind of jumpy mm-hmm. I wanted to be scared and I wasn't scared yeah this was more of like it was. I'm not gonna say it was funny because it wasn't funny. No, but I'm sorry, it, but when those people were in that closet, that shit was hilarious. <laughs> that part, um, the white people, the white people was funny. Like when they died, it was funny. Like, I hate to laugh. That part was like they just came out of nowhere they and like did. they just killed them. Yeah, like, just like oh yeah, um, yeah, that was funny. Sorry, no, yeah. not being racist. It just was funny the right. way that it happened. Um, Winston Duke's performance was funny because mm-hmm. okay, and he is the world's. I love you, babe. As in Winston Duke, mm-hmm. he is the world's worst husband in the movie. Oh my god, get rid of him! Trash. They should have left. They should have definitely left him. Like, you gotta go because we we got this. I think I would have liked it more if they would have killed his character off. I'm not gonna front. The trailer made me think. I was like, I ain't only seen Winston like twice in yeah. the whole trailer, so I think he dies. I think it would have been cool to kill him off. Damn. I think it would. I think mm, maybe. I think it would have made the story a little bit more interesting. Maybe. Well, they did kind of kill him off, but not Gabe. 
Abraham. See, because to me, I felt like I felt like Winston's character just wasn't like conducive to the story. I, he didn't help move it along. He didn't. He was really like dragging it because, like, even to me, like the kids, like even the kids' alter egos, like even had like major like plot points in the story. But do you and you know what I'm okay. I don't really think that this needed to be like a family type. Like it could have just been Lapita mm-hmm. at work. You know what I'm saying? Like a mm-hmm. single female. Cause she was handling it herself. Yeah. You know what I'm much. saying? Like, um, <clears throat> yeah, Winston was really, you know, he was funny and beautiful. <laughs> but th- <laughs> like him getting on that little ass bed, I was like, who is sleeping in this bed? First of all, y'all play too damn much for this summer home with this little ass bed. Like, what are we really doing? He's here? six foot five. Right. A smooth two hundred something pounds, and then he he took up the bed the himself. Whole, the whole bed. I don't know where Lapita was sleeping. Maybe there was a slumber bag on the floor for her. I don't know because there was nowhere she was. Yeah, I mean, she, well, she could have just slept on top of him. Yeah, and I get it. But um, yeah, I don't. The only one that scared me was the daughter Zora's. The girl, she's frightened me. I thought it was funny the way she was smiling. That shit. Yeah, I didn't that like, actually, I thought it was hilarious. Nope, I didn't like it. It frightened me. I don't like people that smile when they're killing people. I thought it was hilarious. That's a problem for me when you, oh my goodness. looking like that, and the little girl, like yeah. like the little girl. What I don't know her name. What was Lapita's name in the movie? Adelaide. Is that was her name. <laughs> yes, her name is Adelaide. So we got a Gabe, a Zora, a Jason, an Adelaide, and an Adelaide. Okay, Jordan Peele. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know what was going on with that. Yeah. We can just get like a regular mm. Tamika or something. Yeah, two, two on the on brand. Two on All the right. nose. Two on the nose. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. Maybe you could like call her Addie. Maybe that would have been better. Don't, I'm, did I'm, they call her Addie something? I'm just thinking of My American Girl doll. That's literally what I'm thinking about. I'm just, you know what I'm saying? I just Adelaide Addie. That's her name. I, you know? Yeah, I don't like that. But, um, but yeah, Zora, Zora's... Her twin frightened me a lot. <laughs> a lot. <laughs> I was like, mm. um, like move camera. The plot twist at the end, didn't yeah. see it coming. At all. And you know what was so funny? Like I saw a lot of people tweeting about like, you know, pay attention or whatever. And I was like on go. Like I'm looking yeah. at everything. I'm like scanning the screen right. as I'm watching the movie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Never saw that plot twist coming. I feel like such at an all. idiot. <laughs> at all. It was just like. Oh, and some of the things that like like <laughs> I went on YouTube and watched some videos about like mm-hmm. you know the movie and things you missed whatever, and some of the clues were like in the car where she's telling her son to get on beat and she's snapping off beat. That was a cue because yeah, that, she's yeah yeah. There was another thing that um you know what I didn't think about was like when. Like when they were talking about before we get to the end, we find out they're mm-hmm. the switch, whatever. And red is, you know, they're doing the flashbacks of red, and you keep seeing the hands across America T-shirt, yeah, in the in the tethered area, yeah. That's how I should have known that it was her because the other one didn't have it, did she? Like there were like things like oh, shit. What got me was like the fact that afterwards, the fact that <clears throat> Addie knew exactly where to go. Yes, that was also another clue. She knew exactly because I was like, "How she knew how to get down there?" Yeah, yeah. She knew exactly where to go. She did. She did. She knew what room Shorty was. Yep. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Spoilers. We already. Yeah. We like, already told him. Um. Yeah. She knew. And then when she told, "Go get your shoes." 
Yeah. She already knew Zora was going to have to mm-hmm. run. She knew she knew she knew Zora was going to have to run. Uh soon as Jason said there's a family in our driveway, <clears throat> mm-hmm. she was like she kept telling Gabe. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like she kept calling his name and he was not listening because mm-hmm. she already knew it was about to go down. Right. So I said another clue was when when um when the family was walking down the driveway and Red went to go pick up the key. That was how they that's how you knew that she was the original one. But I, that didn't make sense to me because they wouldn't have had a summer house when she was because yeah, I don't know. They said that that was a clue as well. Um Hmm. To get in the house when they first break into the house. I thought Gabe walked. I thought that was Red. Did Gabe walk in the house? Did Gabe unlock the door? I thought that was Red who picked up the key. Don't get me lying, girl. I don't know. I just don't like <clears throat> the fact that, you know, I didn't like the fact that Gabe was growling. I mean, not Gabe, Abraham. Like, mm-hmm. why he didn't talk? Winston Dude just loves None to growl. None of them talked. None of them talked. Except for Red. Yeah. She was the only one talking. <laughs> I'm sorry. Speaking of which, the only one talking. So uh, <laughs> Lupita um, got harassed, criticized, criticized yeah. about um, her using that voice because it was offensive yeah. to some people about the way it sound sounded. Yeah, is that the right word? Basically. Let me see if I can pull up a clip here. All right, here we go. I understand that it's a very marginal group mm-hmm. of people who suffer from this, and so uh, you know the thought that I would, in a way, offend them or was not my intention. In okay. in my mind, I wasn't interested in vilifying or demonizing the the, the condition. I I crafted red with love and care. So as much as it is in a very in a in a uh, genre-specific world, I really wanted to r- ground her in something that felt real. And so for all that, I say sorry to anyone that I may have offended. Oh, okay. All right. Mm. Yeah. Um, I don't... So, pe- <laughs> <laughs> I don't... <laughs> so, like, people were really, like, they were really coming for her because... Like she was criticized after she mentioned Robert F. Kennedy Jr., who suffers from the disease that she was inspired that that she was inspired by. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, basically, they were like, you know, well, you know, Robert, you know, Robert Kennedy doesn't, say, you know, Robert Kennedy Jr. doesn't sound like that, and you shouldn't put him, you know, making it seem like he's a scary person. At, like, what they don't know is that Lapita and Mr. Kennedy spoke. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. like. You know what I'm saying? And I and a lot of people on Twitter are really like coming for people's neck about, you know, her being criticized because we think about past movies that have been also, I guess, somewhat offensive, mm-hmm. highlighting certain diseases. Yes. Um, like Forrest Gump. Forrest Gump, my absolute mm-hmm. favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, I am Sam yep. with Sean Penn. Mm-hmm. Um Radio. Radio. Oh, that's another one of my favorite movies. Mm-hmm. Radio. All those movies, mm-hmm. but I will say this: Forrest. I'm sorry, Tom Hanks was criticized for Forrest Gump. Mm-hmm. Sean Penn was definitely criticized for I Am Sam, which is a, it actually is a really good movie. Mm-hmm. So again, we cannot just attack. We you know we don't want to just be like you know oh my god y'all attacking Lapita because she's Lapita. No, actors have been criticized, not just Lapita. Cuba Gooding Jr. was very much criticized oh, for his depiction of radio when she should have won an Oscar for, but whatever. Yeah. Um, you know what I'm saying? So 
just kind of do your research about who was criticized and who wasn't before mm-hmm. we just, you know, go on and attack, you know, these, I mean, think of it like Tom Hanks and, you know, and Cuba were probably looking at like, well, we were. Right. You just weren't old enough to remember. <laughs> okay. You know what I'm saying? Like Forrest Gump came out in what, 93? So yeah, you, I don't remember me being criticized about it and, right. you know, Sean, you know, when I Am Saying came out, like, mm-hmm. you don't remember that stuff. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but she's definitely a class act. You know, I like how she was just like, okay, and I'm sorry. Like, yeah, absolutely classy. Like, I'm not I'm not saying it no more. Per- <laughs> That's it. <laughs> said what I said. Enough. The movie's out. Go see it. The end. So, yeah. Um, Is that it? I guess that's it. We don't have a lip service question for you this week. We really weren't in the, the right mindset, you we know, with not. the passing of Nipsey. Yeah. Um, so. Sorry. Sorry. Eh, not really sorry. Oh. Uh. <laughs> We'll, we'll be back next week with, yeah, we'll, yes. a, with a real good one. I did, you know what? And I had a good one. I forgot. But mm-hmm. I just, yeah, I wasn't thinking about it. Okay. So, nah, nah, I'll save it. I'll save it for the lift service. I'll save it. I'll save it. I'll save it. So go ahead and tell your joke. Okay. All right. So it's time for my joke. Oh, my God. Here we go. Here we go. So here's my, oh my God. here's my joke. <laughs> Y'all. What do you call a chicken looking at some lettuce? What? What do you call a chicken looking at some lettuce? I don't know, sis. What? Chicken Caesar salad. Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, Oh God. That's a good one. That's a good one. Are you dead ass (laughs) right now? Oh, my God. Oh, that's funny. That is funny. Oh, get it? Chicken Caesar salad. I got it. Everybody likes Caesar salads. Oh, my God. (laughs) Just. Oh, God. Thank you guys so much (laughs) uh, for tuning in to episode 12 of season three of Head Wraps and Lipsticks, the podcast. Just, you know, uh, follow us on all of our social medias. We're on Twitter. At Head Rap Pod. Ooh. We're on Instagram, Head Raps and Lipsticks. Ooh. Check out our Facebook page, Head Raps and Lipsticks, the podcast. I can't believe her. She's wiping, uh. she's wiping tears over here. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> check out our website where you can buy t shirts, www.headwrapsandlipsticks.com. Shirts are $25 with free shipping. Please listen to us on, on everything. She's still laughing. Oh, my God. We are on Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher. Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and iHeartRadio. And please, as always, subscribe. God damn it, Sherelle. (laughs) Okay, I'm going to do better. Please subscribe, rate, and review. Say goodbye. (laughs) Say goodbye. Y'all, she can't even say goodbye. Bye, y'all. See See y'all later. Bye. 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 Thank you.